Alright, what up, what up, and welcome back to another episode of Bach Fantasy Talk. Like always, I'm your favorite host, Bach, and like always, your favorite host has made the playoffs. Once again, I'm in the playoffs, not a, not a surprise, it's an expectation every year. Currently the sixth seed, I did not get an episode out <clears throat> last week. Last week was, what was last week? Last week I think I had to edit, and honestly, I just... I just lost track of time and did not have the opportunity to get an episode out. And it felt like last week was kind of one of those weeks where it doesn't really mean much in terms of fantasy. Like, it may mean a lot for y'all, but last week I already clinched the playoffs, so I didn't really feel like coming on and talking. I couldn't get something done. But now we're in the playoffs, and this is where it gets fun. But this is also where if you want to make a deep run, you have to build your lineup perfectly. So let's get into that. Obviously, I have my starters. Ramondre Stevenson's hurt. But that's fine. So I have two running backs, three receivers. One of them is a flex, the tight end quarterback, defense kicker, etc. So how am I going to build this lineup? Well, here's how I built my lineup this year. Obviously, I have a handcuff for Bijan. So that's Algier. I have seven bench spots. So I have my handcuff for Bijan, which is Algier. I have my backup running back, which is Devin Singletary. I have a backup receiver, which is T. Higgins and Brandon Cooks. Keaton Mitchell is my other backup running back. And then I have Ramondre Stevenson on my IR spot because he's out. And you're probably wondering, how is this useful to knowing this? And I have the Eagles defense. Well, here's what I'm planning. If Dak goes down, I need Purdy. If somebody goes down, I need T. Higgins, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm trying to build the roster right. And what I mean by that is this week, the Falcons are playing the Panthers defense. Panthers are the 30th ranked, it's in the green, is what I'm saying. Like, it's the 30th, were, uh, you know what I'm saying. It's the third best team you want to play for your defense. Next week, the Eagles are playing the Giants, who are dead last in the points against. And then the following week, the Eagles are playing Arizona. So what I'm trying to say is you want to find matchups to where your players are going to help you win. Because at this point, what it's coming down to is matchups. That's fantasy every single week. And the weather. You have to check the weather. I got made fun of today for checking the weather for games. But in reality, I'm trying to win. So I'm in the playoffs. I'm playing... Who am I playing? I'm playing Rush this week. So it'll be interesting. We'll see how this goes. I'm also going to answer a question. So I did post on the Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, if you have not followed us on Instagram, at Talk, I highly recommend you do. I think I only had one question today. Look, Kyle Gethers, is Sam Howe or Justin Fields a better play this week? That's a great question. ESPN, NFL schedule. I think, okay, let's see. And it just comes down to matchups. Like, look, let's, let's look. Fields is playing Cleveland this week. And Sam Howe is playing Los Angeles. That's actually a great question. I think from upside-wise, you're going to want to go Chicago. I think Chicago's starting to get a little bit of stuff done. I don't think they're doing too much right, but I don't think they're doing anything terrible. And just honestly, Sam Howell is just so unpredictable. Who knows coming off by? If you're feeling risky, go Sam Howell. But I think the safer option is Fields. Heading to Thursday Night Football, Patriots at Steelers. I made my game picks last week. I don't know where those game picks ended up going. Because even though I didn't make an episode, I couldn't go back and listen to him. But if I find the sheet in five seconds, I'll say him. All right, I 
I did not find the sheet. Um, I think I picked the Patriots in this one, though. Uh, Zeke did phenomenal. I, I came on here last week. I would have said play Zeke. It kind of sinks because Ramondre Stevenson would have been so much better with Bailey Zappi than he would have um, Mac Jones. Mac Jones was terrible. Um, Steelers side of the ball. Mitchell Trubisky actually had a really great fantasy game cause, just because he had that rushing touchdown. Najee Harris is terrible. Deontay Johnson had a lucky touchdown. You're not playing anybody from these two teams in the fantasy playoffs unless it's Ezekiel Elliott. That's the only guy I'm going to play throughout here. Uh, Bucks and Falcons. I mean, I'm not even going to talk about the Falcons. I can, I'm just going to talk fantasy. Uh, Baker Mayfield did solid. Didn't do well in the completion percentage, but he had two, three touchdowns, which, hey, you'll take three touchdowns any day of the week from a quarterback. Rashad White actually is looking like an RB1. I think he's the RB5 currently in our league. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. Mike Evans, every time he plays the Falcons, Baker, he only had one catch on six targets, but I feel like if you get a better quarterback in Tampa, accuracy-wise, Mike Evans is going for 30 points every game because I swear Baker misses him so much. They still put up 29 points. Rashad White, though, is absolutely amazing. Falcons side of the ball. Sure, Ritter had 347 yards. He plays better at home, which means they're going on the road this week at Carolina. It's going to be a little bit rainy. So I'm only going to play Bijan here on Threw on out. Drake London, though, great game. Great game. Kyle Pitts, he's just a bust. He really is. Bijan, though, Bijan's starting to come back, especially against Carolina this week. That's a great matchup to have in week one of the fantasy playoffs. Uh, Colts and Bengals. Pittman's doing excellent. Other than that, there's not really anybody I love. Zach Moss has been a little disappointing. Kind of makes sense on why they paid Jonathan Taylor now. Maybe Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss's value is a little bit down because Anthony Richardson is not playing. Bengals' side of the ball. I mean, Jake Browning's playing solid. I don't think he's playing great. I don't think he's played a great coach, but he's in a good enough scheme to where he can succeed, and he has the weapons. A couple years ago, I had Dez Bryant on my fantasy team, and what really frustrated me about Dez Bryant and the Cowboys is it always felt like Dez Bryant was never getting the touchdown. It always felt like there were so many random guys on the Cowboys catching passes, and I think moving now into Cincinnati, this is the team where it's why is Jamar Chase not getting the ball? Why is T. Higgins not getting the ball? Why is Tanner Hudson, Drew Sample, Mitchell Wilcox, Trayvon Williams, like who are these guys and why are they catching passes? I don't think I'm not I don't think I can start T. Higgins this week. I feel like he's gonna get in the end zone, but it's just not at the point where I feel comfortable yet with T. Higgins. When Trevor Lawrence throws the ball fifty times, someone's gonna have to do well. ETN got a touchdown. Who cares? He had a couple receptions. So solid game from ETN. Evan Ingram has been excellent these last two games. He hell, he could win you. He could win you a fantasy playoffs. Ridley's been all right. He had 13 targets, four receptions. Might be one of those things where you're throwing the ball 50 times, so he should have 13 targets. Zay Jones didn't do great for having 14 targets. Cleveland Brown side of the ball. It's really confusing in the running back room. I mean, Jerome Ford did get receiving work, but Kareem Hunt got the goal line touchdown. Honestly, if you somehow made the playoffs with Jerome Ford or Kareem Hunt. I'm not playing either of them. Definitely playing Njoku, and I'm playing Amari Cooper. Joe Flacco looks great, and speaking of the next team, it almost feels like the Jets should have gone after Joe Flacco when Aaron Rodgers went down, or at least had him on their roster. The problem with the Jets and Zach Wilson and Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott has luckily gotten out of this realm where I think it was Rodney Harrison, Harrison, he was saying on Sunday Night Football week four against the Chiefs, he was talking to, I believe it was Kelsey, it was some Chiefs player, or Chris Jones, and he was demeaning Zach Wilson. 
And I don't think Zach Wilson is that bad of a player. I said this in the offseason. I think it's the media going against him. It really is. Zach Wilson, Dak Prescott, it's always been the media going against them. It just does not make sense to me why a media should hate a player so much as Zach Wilson. It's it's really honestly embarrassing, and it's really embarrassing for the broadcasting community how badly Zach Wilson has been mistreated. Um, I think it's unacceptable. I think, honestly, there should be an apology, and I think a report coming out saying they're going to trade Zach Wilson in the offseason is, one, outrageous, and two, a little bit unrealistic. I don't think you're going to get any sixth or seventh round pick value out of Zach Wilson. Uh, looking at the salary cap numbers in 2024, I mean, you can go ahead and you can trade him pre June 1st, but I, I know the salary cap stuff's confusing. You can't you can't cut Zach Wilson because you're just basically losing money at this point. Um, you can trade him pre June 1st and you save five million dollars. Uh, so. You can, I guess, you can somehow get a seventh form and save five million dollars, but you're also eating five million dollars against the cap. I don't think that's the most beneficial situation because I think Aaron Rodgers has at least one or two more, maybe two or three more years in him. I think Zach Wilson would be a great backup, and considering Rodgers is just old, he's still wearing that old helmet. I don't think there's much value in trading Zach Wilson. I think you can still try and develop him, and the kid's still young. I mean, he's not even three years through his rookie contract yet. So I would let Zach Wilson ride. And I know, oh, he had a great game. Why are you saying he's so good? It, it It's bound to happen. And he says, I have nothing to lose. And, of course, everybody takes that poorly. But he's right. He What does Zach Wilson have to lose at this point? If I were him, I'd go out there and just, hell, air the ball out every play. Stroud got hurt, so a little bit disappointing game from him. Nico Collins disappointed. These these Jets met life games are just so weird. I, I just don't like that stadium. Singletary got what did well. He had 57% of the snaps. Looked like Damian Pierce was either a little bit banged up or he didn't do too great because his snap share percentage went from 38 to 14. So definitely something to watch. Uh, Garrett Wilson did great. Brees Hall is definitely a guy who could win you a playoff game. Um, so Brees Hall will definitely be in your lineup. I think Garrett Wilson, for where you picked him, you still kind of have to play him. Rams and Ravens. I talked to Bergie, and, and so many people have been asking me questions about Cooper Cup. And you can look at Cooper Cup and say he's a bust. And he is a bust. But he is a guy, if he gets hot, he gets hot. Great game from the Ravens. Great game from the Rams. It was a fun game all around. Kyron Williams did awesome. Puka Nakua did pretty solid. And Cooper Cup did excellent. So that's what, that's what this is the type of game I expected the Rams to play every single day throughout the year. Um, Lamar Jackson, absolutely phenomenal. He honestly should be in the MVP talks. I don't know why he's not. I still think the MVP is Tyree Kill, but I think it go, ends up going to Dak. If Dak wins this week, I think it ends up going to Dak because I think they win out. Um, Ravens, snapshare numbers. I'm not going to count Patrick or Card. I'm going to look at numbers. It, Justice Hill got most of the work, but I don't see Justin Hill get a carry. So I'm going to say that Keenan Mitchell is the guy to play for the Ravens. Uh, Receiving-wise, I think Zay Flowers is a play. And honestly, OBJ is starting to look great. I would love to see one more game because I don't think you can put OBJ in your lineup yet unless you're in like a 14 or a 16. But I think Flowers is definitely a play in your lineup and likely have that long touchdown, so I won't say play him. But if you're really desperate at the tight end position, likely might not be the worst play. Uh, Lions and Bears, this is just disappointing the last two weeks from Amon Ross St. Brown. It's been great. I think David Montgomery's been very consistent, very, very consistent, averaging over probably like 13, and he always gets over 10. Uh, Gibbs is going to do well this week. It's just a disappointing week from the Lions. 
Um, I love watching Ben Johnson coach because I don't know what Ben Johnson's going to do because he can keep he can keep David Montgomery out there and he can throw to David Montgomery. He can run with David Montgomery on third and seven. He can run with Gibbs on third and seven. He doesn't like to pass. I'm not really worried about the Lions. I knew they were going to lose that game. I wrote I a thousand percent wrote down the sheet. The Bears were going to win this game. I'm not worried. They just struggle on the eh, they don't struggle on the road. They don't struggle in these. I guess, uncomfortable environments, if that makes sense. Fields, he runs the ball a ton. Good job, Fields. DJ Moore. DJ Moore has been, honestly, a steal. I was thinking I was going to try to pick him in the fourth or the fifth round, but he's he's been great. Panthers, I, you just, I don't think you can sit here and play Adam Thielen. It hurts to say that, but I just don't, I just don't see the risk in playing Miles Sanders, Chubba Hubbard, or, Adam Thielen I, I just don't in the playoffs you're trying to win the playoffs and you're honestly gonna go with the decision in the playoffs that you feel most comfortable with if that makes sense same side of the ball Kamara did awesome uh, Derek Carr's terrible I, I what I don't get in the NFL is I love like I get playing through injury but if you're gonna go 18 for 26 with 119 yards don't even play Olave Bless you. He don't, he wasn't a bust, but he wasn't what he should have been. Eh, he's a bust. Got picked in the second round. Kamara. Kamara's been great. Kamara's been so good. But three receptions for negative 11 yards. Uh, congrats, you one kiddo. Uh, let's see. Next game. Vikings and Raiders. Let me see if I missed any games. Yeah, that was... I, I don't even know what to say. I think Jimmy G should be starting now. Uh, Madison was out, so I think you're going to play Ty Chandler if Madison's out. I mean, you're going to play Devontae Adams. If you somehow made the playoffs with Devontae Adams, and oh my God, God bless you, because I don't know how you made it that far. Uh, I, you're going to play Hawkinson. I, I didn't even want to touch the box where you're going to – you have to play Hawkinson. Jefferson disappointing. Addison, I'm benching Addison in the playoffs. And I think you're going to play Ty Chandler just because he'll get a couple of checkdowns. I, I don't think you can play Jacoby Myers. I think you have to play Devontae Adams. If Josh Jacobs somehow plays, you play him. But this Thursday night game is going to be a weird and uncomfortable game to watch. Uh, McCaff- McCaffrey's McCaffrey. He should have had that touchdown, but he didn't. Um, IU, great. Kittle, great. Debo, great. I say to play him every week. Lockett, Lockett did really well. I think Drew Locke's playing better than Geno Smith is because Geno Smith just really has not been that good. Charbonnet was solid on the ground. Kenneth Walker, a little disappointing. But it looks like he finished with 9.5, which is solid. DK, DK's, the Seahawks are one of those teams where you look at them and you say, this is a respectable team, but I know how to make this team mad. And that's how teams look at the Seahawks is, I know this is a good team. I know this is a well-coached team, but this isn't a well-disciplined team. And and sure, you can say, well-disciplined Team, it's not a well-disciplined team, but that's only because DK Metcalf is thrown a fair week. James Cook, great. I think I had a question. Uh, Pruitt asked me, he's like, would I start? Should I start James Cook or DeAndre Hopkins this week? And I said James Cook, and I texted him Sunday night. I'm like, oh, dude, I told you. Like, look, James Cook did well, and uh, Hopkins went off Monday night and beat him out by like 0.5, but it was still good. Um, Chief side of the ball. It, I it's it's a weird game because also this podcast comes out on Tuesday. I know I didn't do an episode last week, but it's hard to see like the injury report and say stuff. Uh, Kelsey dissolved. Rasheed Rice has to be in your lineup, and I guess McKinnon got the touchdown. But it's just eh, it's kind of a weird game. But I think 
I valued Eric Bieniemy a lot lower than I should have. I thought his success was built off of Andy Reid. I thought his success was built off Mahomes. And I honestly have to come here and say I was wrong. And I was wrong on a couple things this year, but I was right on a lot of other things too. But I think Bieniemy is going to be the head coach for Washington next year. And he's definitely a guy who is a talented coach. May not be the best guy off the field, but he is a talented coach. And at the end of the day, you have to respect that and give it to him. Russ, uh, I somebody... Somebody today in my class said Russ was the top 10 quarterback, and I get he's winning games, but I just I just don't see the Russ hype. I, I just don't see it. Javante Williams, great. Sutton, Sutton's just a touchdown machine. I mean, oh, my God. Jerry Judy was a bust. Jerry Judy was a bust. Touchdown leaders, 2023. Yeah, Jerry Judy was a bust. I'm – I – Swung at that and just completely, completely missed. Um, but Sutton's definitely a guy who's just, when he scores touchdowns, even realize he has 10 touchdowns. I mean, Cortland Sutton has 10 touchdowns and it's week 14. That's great. Um, next game, Chargers, or Eagles and Cowboys. I mean, not even shocked. And I knew the Cowboys were coming there and steamroll the Eagles. Absolutely steamroll the Eagles. Dak didn't have the great fantasy game, but he had a great game. And he said we didn't even play our best game because he should have scored more. Uh, Tony Pollard got his touchdown taken from him. I'm sorry. Pollard did have seven receptions, though, so he made up for it. He's starting a little bit bit better. CeeDee Lamb's been exceptional. Gallup had a touchdown. Don't let that distract you. Ferguson is still a great play. Brandon Cooks is honestly just touchdown dependent at this point. Uh, Eagles side of the ball. Swift didn't even get a target. It it was a bad game from the Eagles. AJ Brown kind of got back on track. Devontae Smith did all right, but it was it was a bad game from the Birds. Titans and Dolphins. I mean, Levis played out of his mind. I mean, out of his mind. Runs hard, did great. Derrick Henry, not the best game, but he had two touchdowns, so you'll take it. Uh, Hopkins, great game. Tajay Spears, he had a lot of receptions. He had a lot of yards receiving the ball. Uh, Dolphins side of the ball, Raheem Mostert, he got two touchdowns, which hurts A-Chain. I think what I would have said last week is people said A-Chain was back when he plays a full game, he does well, but also A-Chain got all of his touchdowns in garbage time against Washington, and he didn't get the goal line carries because unless Mike McDaniel, like when, when the Dolphins are on the goal line, what I was watching, they tended to go to a lot of two running back looks. So the only way A-Chain's really going to get the ball, in my opinion, on those looks is it's like a, a jet sweep left or a design touch pass right or something like that. Uh, Waddle did solid. Tyreek Hill got hurt, so I'm not going to judge that game. But A-Chain did have nine targets, so you're, you're going to play A-Chain. Uh, Packers and Giants. I mean, hell, I'm not going to say DeVito is better than Daniel Jones because I think that's ridiculous, but he... I think how it is for the Giants is Tommy DeVito is one of those guys, and I'm trying to think of a comparison where guys around him play better because he's playing. And they love this guy, and they're going to play for him. And I think that's a great thing about the Giants is the Giants kind of, they're kind of getting their swagger back a little, and I like that. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is really coming around. I really would have loved to have Kayvon Thibodeau on the Falcons, but I think he's been phenomenal. Um, 
Packers side of the ball, I'm never picking a Packers player as Jordan Love, the starting quarterback, ever again in my life. But the only guy I'll play is Jaden Reed, who had 10 targets and 8 receptions for 27 yards. That is definitely like a sleeper guy next year that I'm going to look after. Uh, we'll go ahead into week 15, and we'll look at the schedule. Let's see. Let's go Los Angeles and Vegas. Uh, you're going to play Keenan Allen, and you're going to play Eckler just because you kind of you kind of put uh, like way too much in into them to not play them. But it's it's going to be rough, and I think if you have Keenan Allen and there's a great situation, Daniel Hollingsworth in our league has Keenan Allen, you're you're not going to get the greatest game from him. But the thing that people don't realize is, sure, Justin Herbert goes down, but it's a lot different when Justin Herbert goes down and Easton Stick goes in the game than when Easton Stick is preparing to play in that game. Excuse me, but I think it'll be a little bit better. I think Eckler is not going to get resigned to Los Angeles. I think the general manager gets fired, and I think the coach gets fired in Los Angeles. But uh, I think you play Eckler and Keenan Allen this weekend. At Vegas, I think you have to play Devontae Adams. And if you're feeling risky, play Jacoby Myers. If Josh Jacob plays, play him. But I'm not in love with anybody this week. Minnesota at Cincinnati, if Justin Jefferson plays, you are 1,000% playing Justin Jefferson. You're playing Hawk and Sox, and that's it. Cincinnati side of the ball, you're going to play Jamar Chase because it's Jamar Chase. And I think you're playing Mixon, that's it. Mixon's been great, too. I wish I picked Mixon. He's been phenomenal uh pittsburgh and indianapolis you're playing michael pittman in that game and that's it i mean i'm not gonna come on here and say anything about it bad and not do well oh denver and detroit uh javante williams and Sutton. detroit david montgomery jameer gibbs uh amon Ra and laporta and yeah sure oh my god they have patrick Sertan. uh detroit usually tends to put amon Ra on the slot so i think it'll be fine uh chicago and cleveland I think you play Fields. I think Cleveland's defense has been a little down, but it is really hard to win in Cleveland. It is really hard to win in Cleveland. It, it's extremely hard to live in Cleveland. Chicago, uh, Fields, and DJ Moore. Cleveland side of the ball. Man, give me Joe Flacco. Give me Joe Flacco. I actually think he does well this week. Give me Flacco. And give me a Cooper and a Joe Q. Tampa Bay, give me Rashad White, Mike Evans, and that's it. Green Bay side of the ball. Give me Jaden Reed and give me whatever running back starts, but that's it. Houston, if Stroud plays, you're going to play Stroud. And if Nico Collins plays, you're going to play Nico Collins. If Schultz plays, you're going to play Schultz. And if Noah Brown plays, you're going to play Noah Brown. Tennessee side of the ball, give me give me Derrick Henry and also give me DeAndre Hopkins. Ride with a hot hand. Ride with a hot hand. New York, uh, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Miami, A-Chain, Mostert, Tyreek Hill if he plays, and Jalen Waddell. Uh, Kansas City, uh, Mahomo. Kelsey and Rasheed Rice and Pacheco, New England, Ramondre Stevenson, if he plays. If he does not play, then give me Ezekiel Elliott. New York and New Orleans, give me Saquon, and that is it. New Orleans, uh, I don't really want to say Alave, but Alave and Kamara. Uh, Atlanta and Carolina, you're going to play Bijan. Other than that, you're not going to play anybody else. Carolina, I just don't even think you play anybody. I'm, uh, Atlanta's defense has been great. Hey, if you want to go to the Falcons-Panthers game, tickets as low as $10. NFL game for $10. Can't even find a Braves ticket for $10. Washington and Los Angeles, you know what? Play Sam Howell. Play Brian Robinson. Play Terry McLaurin. Los Angeles, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Stafford, and Kyron Williams. San Francisco against Arizona. I mean, just unload it. Give me Purdy, Iuke, Kittle, Debo, CMC, Arizona. Um... Trey McBride, and that's it. Dallas 
at Buffalo. It's on turf, so that means Dallas is going to play well. Give me Dak. Give me CD. Give me Pollard. Buffalo side of the ball. Give me Josh Allen, James Cook, and Diggs sideline touchdown. Baltimore at Jacksonville. Uh, give me Lamar. Give me give me. Uh, you should have drafted Flowers and. Man, that's it. I'm, I'm not saying a lot of people, but I just I just don't see many great options. Jacksonville, uh, Trevor Lawrence, ETN, and uh, Ridley and Evan Ingram. But, hey, got to give it to Trevor Lawrence. He threw 50 passes on that ankle. Hell, I had an ankle, and I could barely jump in my CMLA game. So, <laughs> shout out to Trevor Lawrence. Philadelphia and Seattle. Uh, Philadelphia will get back on track. Give me Hurts. Uh, give me Swift, Smith. A.J. Brown, Goddard, Seattle. I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot, and I think, honestly, they make a decision to play Drew Locke. Give me Lockett and give me D.K. Metcalf and Kenneth Walker. Sleeper play this week, I said, is Joe Flacco. Defenses I like this week, Chargers and Raiders, Bengals, Colts. I think New York's defense, um, Jets and Giants, is honestly a solid play this week. Uh, Chiefs against New England, Falcons against Carolina, Los Angeles against Washington, San Fran against Arizona. Uh, that's really it. Waiver wire. Ty Chandler is definitely a name to consider to go after. Deontay Foreman is also the lead back in Chicago, so that's another name to go after on the waiver wire. Other than that, OBJ if he's there, but I really think that's it. Remember, check the weather. Los Angeles at Las Vegas. It's two really bad teams. In the end, though, I'm going to take the team that has uh, better better weapons. Give me Los Angeles. Minnesota, Cincinnati. Give me the home team. Give me Cincinnati. Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. Give me Indianapolis. Denver at Detroit. Lions won again. Give me the Lions. Chicago at Cleveland. Give me Cleveland. Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Give me Green Bay. Houston at Tennessee. Give me Tennessee. New York at Miami, give me Miami. Kansas City versus New England, I'll take Kansas City. New York Giants at New Orleans, I would love the Giants to win, and I think they do win. Give me the Giants and give me the hype. Falcons and Panthers, like always, give me the birds. Washington at Los Angeles. Los Angeles played a great game last week. They're going to even play an even better game this week. Give me Los Angeles. San Fran at Arizona, give me San Fran. Dallas at Buffalo, this is probably the mm, next game's kind of a toss-up. Give me Dallas, though. Uh, Baltimore at Jacksonville. I hate watching night games in Jacksonville. Give me Baltimore on the road. Philly at Seattle. Give me Philly. Like always, I'm your favorite host. If you have not followed us on Instagram at Bach Fantasy Talk, I highly recommend you do. It would be a great decision. There is no other questions. So like always, I'm your favorite host, Bach. And like always, we will see you next week. And hopefully I win my playoff game.